I'm Emily Swinford, and with some help from my friend, Todd Studer at Todd Studer Productions, you are listening to Emily Sells Iowa, the podcast. Join me, my colleagues, clients, and friends as we discuss real life, real estate. Please note that the opinions and content of this podcast are my own and not necessarily the opinions of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate, any realtor associations, or any other persons or entities. If your property is listed with a real estate broker, please know that it is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. If you're interested in buying or selling properties, what is happening in your community, or what's new in the real estate world, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to this episode of Emily Sells Iowa. I'm Todd Studer, Emily Swinford with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. Joining us again today, Emily, thank you so much for your time and you brought a special guest into the studio. I did. I brought, okay, this person plays a lot of roles in my life. Uh, Jenny Davis, she is my photographer, uh, personally and professionally. So she's shot almost every home that I've had on the market since 2014. 14. And, oh, we have a great story about that, too. Uh, And she's one of my best friends. We have several amazing people in our lives. And then she is also the director of the Mills County Area Chamber of Commerce as well. So we get to work together 24-7. I have no idea where this podcast is going, um, and I'm a little scared. Well, it'll be okay. (laughs) And I can also uh, say that Jenny and I know each other. And she actually, when I sold my house, Jenny, you came and, and shot the photography there. When I had my ribbon cutting here for my studios, you shot the photography there. Phenomenal pictures. Uh, Just just wonderful. Uh, Made me look a whole lot better than I'm used to seeing myself. So uh, I'm not sure just how strong of filters you have. (laughs) You looked great that evening, Todd. It was a lot of fun, and you were a big part of that. So thank you very much for that. Let's. Uh, I, I'm assuming we want to talk a little bit about photography today and about real estate photography and what goes into that. Would that be right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, and I forgot to add one thing. Interestingly enough, Jenny is the reason why I'm here doing this podcast with you, Todd, uh, because I came on as a guest on the Mills County Chamber of Commerce podcast and realized how fun it would be. Uh, but yes, real estate photography. So um, when I first got started, I had a smaller house, less than a hun- or less than a thousand square feet, uh, listed in Glenwood, Iowa. And at that time, professional photography was not the standard. We were shooting photographs for real estate listings on homes that were like 200000 and above. Uh, so it was kind of in your elite package, if you will, at that time. And so I had this really uh, cute little house that wasn't selling, and it was just blowing my mind that it wasn't selling. And I said, you know what? Jenny was out taking other photos for me. And I said, you know what? What the heck? Let's just go take photos of this one. Or maybe it was your idea. I don't remember. But took photos of it. And it literally sold the day or the day after that we posted those photos. And it was at that time that I realized I think that house was listed at 90000 at the time. Now it's probably worth one hundred and fifty. But was that it's actually sometimes those listings that need to show the best that they possibly can online. And so ever since then, no matter what the price point was, I had Jenny take photos and now it's just become the norm. But that was kind of how we got started uh, working together. I think that what you're talking about is a testament to something that I've been preaching for a while, that marketing works. And I can prove that marketing works because, you know, let's say that we're on this podcast. By the way, this is an example. It's not true. Let's say that we announced that during a certain period of time at a certain office, we're going to be giving away $100 bills. We only say that one time. How many people are going to show up? So it's about the message. And what you're talking about with the photography is you have bettered the message uh, in order to be able to market that house. And photography is an excellent way to be able to do that. Jenny, I am curious, though, when you walk into a house to shoot photography, 
Uh, how much work do you have to do before you just start taking pictures, or is that even part of it? I don't have to do too much. Uh, Emily's really good at getting her clients prepared for my arrival. Uh, I think part of that is she tells her clients to, um, you know, open open blinds, open window treatments, uh, stuff things into closets and garages, you know, declutter. So, so really, I don't have to do too much. Turn on all the lights and go for it. Now, what it, what would happen if you walk into a house and a lot of these things aren't done? Is it because my guess is is that such as let's say you're selling a rental property, chances are that the homeowner hasn't been in there for a while, so it might be a little more difficult to get things set just the way uh, for staging purposes. I try to do it for the most part. Uh, prior to Jenny or um, whoever, whoever is photographing the property, I try to get it ready as much as possible. Um, she helps me out uh, to an extent, but I'm really adamant about making sure that my clients understand that the photographer is not the real estate agent. They're not the stager. They are not the ones that are going to help you determine the value of your home. Uh, because I think a lot of times, uh, sellers, especially when they are stressed and getting your home ready for photos is is stressful. I think uh, they just want that second opinion. So Jenny does a great job of pointing out the things that look great or sometimes even small improvements. But for the most part, I like to prep my clients so that they know that everything needs to come from me and that it still needs and that it just needs to be 100 percent ready by the time that Jenny gets there uh, so that we can get it on the market as fast as possible. So at that point, uh, we're hoping to be showing the home within 24 hours. So we shouldn't be in a position where we're moving things from room to room and that sort of thing. So uh, Jenny actually said to me once um, after a photo shoot, because sometimes we get super stressed and want to overclean. And while your house should be clean and presentable, Jenny said, you're not going to see the dust on the windowsills or some of those little things. So pictures are all about the big picture. How important is it to reduce personal items that may be in there, pictures of family or little knickknacks that might mean something to someone personally. How important is that to minimize that before uh, coming in for a photography session? It's really tough, but looking at, again, big picture, I always tell people, these are my suggestions. I'm going to give you a list of 30 things that you need to do. And if, you know, one to five of those 30 items, you just can't live, you know, without that photo of your grandpa or whatever it may be on the on the mantle, then that's not going to be the one reason your house doesn't sell. So again, just big picture. And then personally, and, and other realtors may do things differently, but I don't uh, have any spaces that are unfinished, uh, typically like the inside of garages or furnace rooms. And we don't post photos or have photos taken of those. So I tell people just shove everything in there. By the time somebody gets to your house to look at it to see if they want to buy it, they know that you have a garage. They've already seen what they want to see that's gotten them in the door online. And um, they know that you have a furnace. So put whatever you need to in there for now. I remember, Jenny, when you came to my house and I was looking at the pictures, there was a few that surprised me of just how the things that you saw that maybe I didn't see. You took a picture of my faucet <laughs> in the kitchen, but it looked really cool <laughs> when you did it. Uh, there was just just little details like that that you saw. Uh, and you opened in the upstairs of my house, there was three doors all together and you opened them all so they were kind of in a row and it, it looked very, very nice the way that you did it. And I, I mean, kudos to you for having that type of eye that it was just past anything that I would have been able to do. Thanks. Uh, I think it helps that I started my photography business as a portrait photographer. So 
uh, I kind of like to tell the home story when I can. So when there's unique items like your faucet and, you know, your upstairs was also very unique with the uh, I don't know if it's called a vaulted ceiling or whatnot. <laughs> That's a real estate term. I'm not sure of, but <laughs> like I said, I just try to tell the tell the home story when I so when I see unique items like that, I just try to focus on them. Is it something that just comes to you right away when you walk in the door, or do you have to stand there and think about it for a while? Uh, no, I would say it comes pretty naturally, I suppose. Um, and then one thing I want to focus on, and Emily mentioned, I think some real estate agents, you know, I I give them all of the photos I take, so it could be seventy five photos, and sometimes agents will post all 75. But I think it's important, and Emily and I have spoken about this extensively, is uh, is to just showcase the home's best features because the, the point is to not sell the home online. The point is to have people come to the house and see it for themselves. So just to focus on, you know, the best 10 to 20 or, you know, 30 or something if it's an acreage. Yeah, we're like swipe culture right now with phones, and that's where people are finding the real estate listings. So um, even I, when a new listing gets posted and I'm in a hurry, you know, you click it, and then it's almost automatic. One, two, three, you swipe through the first three to four photos if you naturally like what you see. Whether or not you're necessarily looking for a house, you're going to keep going. And if not, you're going to move on. So we don't, like I said earlier, we don't need the photos of the inside (laughs) inside of the garage because that's going to take away from what we're trying to market online. There's a product that I offer here that uses those same pictures when I'm putting together videos for real estate listings. And that's something that I tell uh, people is that, you know, I'm not, I can't sell the property for you. Then just like you had talked about, that's not my job. My job is to put more eyes on it. Just like Jenny, what you're talking about. Cause I put together a video for my house with the pictures that you took. And I think I selected about 14 or 15 mm-hmm. and that was, that was it because that was able to tell whatever story it was that happened to be in my mind at the time. So I, I just think it's, it, it's really fascinating how you can, see something with a completely different set of eyes than maybe somebody else does. And I would imagine that some folks, why didn't you take a picture of this or take a picture of that? That, you know, they, they think it should be something different, but, um, it's the person that's coming in to buy it. That that's the person you're talking to at that point it's no longer the homeowner. A hundred percent. And people, homeowners are very proud of their landscaping and I love beautiful landscapes. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, close-ups of landscaping. A lot of times people want more of those detailed sort of photos when it's their own home, but that's because they know their home inside and out and they know the details and their favorite parts of it. We want to showcase everything um, as broadly as we can, but still make it look as good as we can. And that way when the homeowner or when the, excuse me, the buyer gets to the house, they can see those details for themselves and start to make their own opinion of the property. How much staging do you have to do or do you hire that out to? You know what? Personally, I have not hired stagers. Um, Some agents will stage the property themselves, hire professional stagers. Others will hire a person who will come into your house and tell you how to stage your furniture or stuff that you already have. I feel like I have a pretty good eye for it. And I'm really, really hands-on with my sellers. And, you know, if I need to stage a property, I absolutely will. It's just not something I offer in general, just because I feel like this, my sellers and I, we really work together to kind of declutter and come up with a game plan from day one. And so um, I just haven't gotten to a point where I thought that I needed that or that it would really add value for my clients. I think it's a great thing and it might be necessary down the road. I just haven't ran into it yet. I would think that with photography, it's important to try to find that sweet spot of showcasing the house, but not making the house look 
50 times better than it actually is because then when somebody comes out and actually does it has a showing and they're doing a tour they're looking around well this is nothing like the pictures and and at that point you've lost them i would think yeah and to your point earlier most staging is just decluttering so honestly the best thing you can do when you're staging your house is get rid of stuff not necessarily move your couch from here to there you know work on those items as well but you are right about sometimes sometimes I call Jenny after I get the photos and I'm like oh you've really done it this time (laughs) these are way too good you know Um, because we you know as a real estate agent we see all kinds of houses from investment properties up to luxury homes and so when I have a house that is maybe on the lower end of that scale and Jenny takes photos sometimes I'm like oh, this thing really shines. <laughs> and I don't want people to get a false impression of what they're walking into. But then other times people just fall in love with the potential that it brings. And so um, Jenny's not editing the photos. She's showcasing what's there. So when I don't like a photo of myself personally, I always say, well, <laughs> that's how I looked at that very moment. <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of do the same thing with photos of homes. Jenny, do you have to be concerned at all about what the weather's doing or anything like that for the lighting purposes? A little bit. I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to tell another story that happened uh, semi-recently. Sometimes I think that overcast is not super ideal for uh, exterior photos. Overcast, as we know, is just kind of a more blah type of feeling, (laughs) even in our uh, personal lives. So uh, I really like to do exterior photos when it's sunny and we've got a blue sky and there's, uh, you know, nice light shining on the home. A couple of months ago, Emily had a listing in Glenwood and it was an overcast day and the interiors looked great. Exteriors, again, kind of just looked a little blah and it wasn't selling and both of us were, you know, confused on why it wasn't selling because it was a great property. And uh, then one day I called her. I said, hey, it's it's nice out. I've got my camera. Why don't I go take new exterior photos? And it sold. I mean, I think you had some new showings and it sold within a week. Not saying it was the photos, but it got it brought new, fresh attention. It was the photos. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> it was. I think we had like it was almost like it was a brand new listing that came on the market. And those um, sellers, their names were Michaela and Jared. And I mean, I just looked at them and I said, I'm sorry, I would have done this so much sooner had I ever thought of it. So now I pay extra attention to those photos because if we, you know, you got to get it on the market in a timely matter. And if we're going to have overcast for a week, it, it's not worth delaying the listing, but it's something to revisit for sure if the property is not selling. Time of year? So thank you, does, that, does time of year matter much? Sure. With, well, with different seasons? Well, of course, like Emily said, we have to photograph it when it's ready to list. Uh, but if something kind of sits on the market or say, you know, in January, there was snow on the ground when I photographed it, but then a week later, it's nice and sunny and the snow's gone, we'll, I'll go back and do uh, updated exteriors. That makes sense. I think that I, I've seen different listings over over my life of uh, pictures when it's really snowy or to me the worst is a day that it's warmer after the snow and it's melting and the snow's all dirty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just doesn't look very well. And also I can really tell and it, it's it's something that would matter to me that if I'm looking at a listing, you can tell if someone just went in with their phone and took a few pictures and the angles were wrong and they're tilted a little bit and that type of thing. That is why I would assume that hiring a professional photographer to do these kind of things is just so important. Yeah, it, it really is. It's just kind of, again, it's the standard anymore, it seems like. Um, I just thought of a random question, though. How do you feel about holiday decorations and photos? We're getting to that time of year where I've, I'm kind of having to remind people that we don't want to do tons and tons of holiday decor at the time of the photos. Have you ran into that a lot? 
Yeah, sure. Especially in December, you know, when there's Christmas trees and things like that. You know, if something's going to, houses haven't been sitting on the market for too long. So, but in the past they have. And yeah, if you take the photos December 1st and it hasn't sold by February, well, you're still advertising holiday decor. And so, yeah, good question. I mean, it's hard when you're still living there, of course, but. Yeah, same with um, like the snow versus when the snow melts. You just, I guess you just don't want to show online that the house has been just sitting on the market. You know, obviously you can be savvy and go on and see how many days the house has been on the market, but you don't want to just uh, throw it out there like that. But still list your house around the holidays. There's a lot of workarounds, but uh, sometimes we do have to have those photos taken a couple different times, depending on what time of year it is. I would also think that a lot of folks that are just not interested in selling their house around Christmas time, though, because they, you know, they're expecting family and that type of thing, and they just don't want to have to think about it. But I'm, I'm a novice. I, I'm learning so much just from you sitting in here, so I don't really know. Anything else that you want to be able to get out there on this episode before we uh, let you clear out of the studio? I don't think so. What about you, Jenny? Oh, you were talking about uh, angles and people can take photos with their with their cell phone. And a lot of times, you know, people who are trying to... Uh, sell their house by owner. That's what they choose to do. Professional equipment is obviously a wider angle lens than your phone. And so that's kind of what's important. A cell phone, I don't know, I think it's 35 millimeters or something techie. Uh, so it's not going to, it's not going to fit your home into the, into the frame or the, into the image. So it's important to hire, you know, a professional photographer to do those types of photos, of course, a real estate agent as well, or a realtor, first of all, but that way I can, you know, I can get the whole room or whatnot. And you can kind of see the the whole layout with the equipment that professionals use. Well, and, and I have also, like my phone, it does have the wide angle that you can use, but I don't know that they've perfected. So it doesn't look like that fisheye lens. Right. You know, that's on a phone where I've saw such as, you know, the photography that you do, it doesn't look that way. It it doesn't have that strange kind of elongated and everything stretched out in the front and, and, and kind of thing. So that just yet another reason why there are professionals for a reason. And there are some places that you may want to cut some corners. I wouldn't cut it there right. because at that point, it doesn't show your home in the best light. Yeah. And I do want to say one, thank you, Jenny, for coming. And then two, Jenny is one of the best photographers, portrait, real estate, whatever you need in the Omaha Metro and Southwest Iowa. And we have a lot of fun together, but thank you (laughs) because I see Jenny all the time, but sometimes those are the people you take the most for granted. And I've sent her out on like 105 degree summer days to photograph properties that have 10 acres. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to say thank you for all that you do do for myself and my clients. You're welcome. You just reminded me I needed to raise my prices. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) I said I didn't know where this was going. (laughs) Here we are. Jenny's uh, photography business is Jenny Davis Photography. Thank you very much for coming in. And thank you, Emily. And we thank you for listening on another episode of Emily Sells Iowa. And we look forward to the next episode.